everyone, and welcome to Woven in Truth podcast. Mm-hmm. We're so happy you're joining us, and I'm very excited that my Brie FF, Brie Grimes, is in the house today. Thanks. Brie, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, I'm excited. Being on the show. Great. No, we're really happy to have you. You're amazing. So I'm excited everybody gets to hear from you and hear your heart. So you have a precious baby, Parker. Mm-hmm. How old is he now? He's three and a half months. Three and a half months. Mm-hmm. And Came he's and gone. an adorable little chunk. <laughs> um, I love him so much. Um, so what is, what's your favorite thing about motherhood right now? Um, well, right now I just am obsessed with getting him to smile. Aww. So it's, he, for some, some people have said he smiled really early, but I just have been trying to get that. Mm-hmm. keep going and then sometimes he'll do it more with evan i get really sad but oh yeah um, that's the worst yeah when he switches you're like but... i did all the work <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> definitely no he's so sweet no he's definitely smiley like i remember when we saw him in the hospital he was like mm-hmm. the cheesiest sweetest little yeah. newborn not all Still newborns is. are cute and he he came out cute i think so so well done (laughs) well done um well we're so excited you're you know here to share your heart with us and some of your journey over the last couple years um Mm -hmm. so please go ahead and take it away awesome well today i just really felt the need to talk about trusting in god really for me this is what my journey to motherhood taught me on a much deeper level for evan and i It took us about two years before we got pregnant with sweet little Parker. There's a scripture, I remember reading it um, on campus one day. It says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. And I just remember reading that and feeling just sick, like exhausted, Mm -hmm. devastated, discouraged Mm -hmm. month after month. And, um, you know, six months before we got pregnant with him, we had miscarried our first baby. And... Going through that was hands down the toughest thing I'd ever gone through in my life. And before that, I totally would have said, like, I've trusted God with my life, my future. There were definitely times I had to, like, fight for that. But for the most part, I really had no question or no reason to question God's power or goodness. Um, But when I lost that baby, it was different for me. It had changed. Mm -hmm. and. I'll never forget. It was like right a couple days before Christmas in 2016. And um, I remember being at the hospital and just being in shock Mm -hmm. um, and just trying to be strong. Evan's kind of the instant feeler. So he like felt things instantly and was devastated. And um, it just took me some time to process what had Mm -hmm. just happened. And um, I remember a couple weeks went by wasn't crying, wasn't even talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I can just sense things were building in me yeah. that I just didn't want to deal with. And as much as I tried to ignore the thoughts that were going on in my head, I couldn't. Yeah. There were thoughts like, you know, why didn't God help me or save my little baby? Or mm-hmm. was he powerful enough? And that if he was, why didn't he step in? And um, since he didn't step in and help, is he still good? Mm-hmm. I think when we go through really hard stuff in life, those are the things we tend to question. Like, is God in control? (laughs) And does he love me? Is he good? You know, because I think when we go through hard stuff in our minds, he can't be both. He can't be completely in control and also good in hard times. And so it was really through those questions that I had to wrestle and fight to trust God on a deeper level. 
I would sit in my backyard alone um, every day, sobbing, Mm. just fighting with God. I mean, I've never been angry at him, but I was at this point in my life. And really the only thing pushing me to spend time with him, because I was so upset, I didn't want to spend time, but pushing me was just, I didn't want to live with myself, being an angry, bitter old lady. And so I'm super grateful for people like, you know, David in the Bible who, teaches us what it's like to wrestle with God and how to pour our hearts out to him and Mm -hmm. um, that he can handle our emotions. Mm -hmm. And there were so many questions, like I said, that I asked during those prayer times with God. And I remember one of them stood out to me the most was that even if I don't understand, will I still trust him? And um, the Bible teaches us that God is always powerful and he's always in control. Proverbs 21 verse 30 says there's no wisdom, no insight, no plan that can succeed against the Lord. Mm. Lamentations 3, 37. Lamentations 3 is just really great. But 37 says, who can speak and have it happen if the Lord has not decreed it? Um, His sovereignty and his goodness are always in harmony with one another. Mm. He never pursues his glory at the expense of his goodness. Mm nor does he ever seek our good at the expense of his glory. Those two things are, they're bound together. And when I was going through this time, um, I remember talking to one of my good friends and she had recommended reading this book, Trusting in God, Even When Life Hurts. Mm. It's one of my favorites to this day. And just as much as my prayer times got me through that journey, that time in life, so did this book. Mm. And there's a part that talks about learning to trust God. It says, if we're going to learn to trust God, We must believe that just as certainly as God will allow nothing to subvert his glory, he will also not allow anything to spoil the good he is working out in us and for us. And I feel like every time I read this, I just can take a deep breath and be at peace, Mm -hmm. just knowing that God cares about his glory just as much as he cares about me and loving me and taking care of me. God doesn't just create something and walk away. He sustains the things he creates. Mm -hmm. Um, That's one of the things I love about Colossians. It talks about how he sustains all things by his powerful word. You know, God didn't just create this little baby and then walk away or abandon me, which is totally what I felt. You know, he was with me. There were so many things during that time in my life that just God took care of. Like I was able to get in with my doctor right away. And there were just so many things, people visiting us, um, taking care of us. I just felt so taken care of by God. Mm -hmm. And really there's no telling like how much God actually does spare us from. Mm -hmm. Like we think that we endure hardship and we do, but there's really so much more that could have and maybe would have happened if not God being in control. So our confidence in God's sovereignty is crucial for us to be able to trust him with everything. I mean, If there's one thing that can happen outside of God's doing or control, we can't trust him. Mm -hmm. He can be all loving, but if his power is limited or his purpose can be thwarted, we can't trust him. Mm -hmm. And so Psalm 1830, it says, as for God, his way is perfect. And because his plan can't be thwarted or changed, and because he works for our good, we can trust him. So I'm really Mm -hmm. grateful for that. You know, trusting in God is not a matter of my feelings, but a matter of my will. I love Psalm 56, verse 3. It says, when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. In God, whose word I praise, in God I trust and am not afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? 
And it's really interesting because the more that I believed like that God was in control, that he is, the more tempted I was to question his goodness Mm. and his love. Yeah. And that's kind of where I got was like accepting that Jesus and that God are always in control is just so much easier for me to comprehend than God is good because I just was in so much pain. Right. Uh, And really it was, it was interesting to think about like even how, you know, from the beginning of time, Satan has been trying to get God's people to question his goodness mm-hmm. all the way back in Genesis when, you know, Satan approaches Adam and Eve. True. He had them questioning God's goodness and even had them convinced that God was withholding something good from them. And um, Satan just forces us to choose one or the other, that he's either in control or good, but mm-hmm. not both. And, um, like I shared, it was easier for me to get behind God being sovereign, but harder to believe and trust that he's good. But what's cool is biblically and even relationally, um, we're not forced to choose, um, knowing that these both are always true all the time helps me to trust God. Psalm 145 verse nine, it says, the Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. Psalm 32.10 says, The Lord's unfailing love surrounds the woman who trusts in him. And it doesn't answer all of my questions. There's still so many questions I have during that time uh, and what I went through. But knowing that God is in control and he's always working for my good helps me to trust him. Mm -hmm. 1 John 4 verse 8 says, God is love. Um, This is just such an essential part of his nature. And if I really thought about it, God has never given me evidence that has gone against who he says he is. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite, favorite scriptures is in Second Timothy um, chapter 2. It says, if we are faithless, he remains faithful. Mm-hmm. He cannot disown himself. And it's like God can't help but be in control or God can't help but be all loving or right. all good. Like it's just, it's not even like in his nature to consider which he should be you know what I mean it's just completely contrary to who he is and and really becoming a mom it's been so fun because I've never understood God like I do now yeah and this was actually one of the things I looked forward the most to and becoming a mom was learning about God and learning a little bit more about how he feels about me because that can be just hard for me Mm -hmm. and you know to me it's like everything a baby does is cute and adorable Mm -hmm. like Baby hiccups are adorable. Parker gets them all the time. Uh, Baby farts are cute. Baby sneezes are cute. Even baby poop is cute. That's just me. But That is just you. (laughs) Even when Parker cries, I just think it's the cutest thing. Um, But I just think about Isaiah 49. It says, can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will not forget you. Mm-hmm. See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are ever before me. And I did share earlier how I love Parker's smile, but one of my other favorite things to do with him is to nurse him. Mm-hmm. It's just like so special. Like I share that really cool, special bond with him. Um, it's cute because even sometimes he'll smile and my heart just like melts. So Aww. it's like my two favorite things happening together. But even though I may forget him, like this morning when I was up really early trying to take care of him, um, God won't ever forget us. Right. And um, I hope my son never questions my desire for goodness in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope he is so convinced his entire life 
that I love him and that nothing he can do can change that. Mm -hmm. And when I think about that, I get emotional because I just think about how much more my father in heaven feels this Mm -hmm. for me. My love for Parker is just a fraction of the love that God has for me, the love that God can have for us. My mind can't even wrap my head around that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is what helps me get through some of those unanswered questions, knowing how much God loves me, um, his unfailing, unconditional love. I'm so convinced of this, you know, that God is obsessed with you. He wants nothing but good for you. And guess what? He's doing everything and his power to make that happen. Mm -hmm. This isn't a prosperity gospel message. This is just God's promises. This Mm -hmm. is his heart. And I think if you're not on the other side of motherhood, I get it. So many women around the world get it. I remember going through that time and having so many women who had been there or were currently there with me in that struggle, and we were all praying for each other. Mm -hmm. It was so encouraging. And I remember feeling just like maybe God wasn't hearing my prayers for Mm me. (laughs) And so I just remember praying so many times, God, like if you're not going to answer my prayer, just answer other people's prayers for me. Like maybe Mm -hmm. you're listening to them. (laughs) And I knew it was so comforting to know that so many other people, even people I didn't know, were praying for me um, around the world. And so so if you're listening to this and you prayed for me, prayed for Parker, I hope he builds your faith and trust in God like Mm -hmm. he does mine. Um, And then I I was also listening to Kathy Norris's episode a couple days ago on this podcast. And Mm -hmm. if you haven't listened to it, go do it. It's amazing. Um, but I was so inspired by her simple encouragement to just show up that when we're discouraged, when we're defeated month after month and trying to become a mom, just to show up and really mm-hmm. choose to trust God and, and wrestle with him. Psalm 34 is really comforting. It says the righteous call out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. And so, you know, even become before becoming a mom, God taught me so much about trusting in him. I feel like being a mom, God is teaching me how to trust mm-hmm. him. I feel like my worry has only just increased in having a little guy because I think about his future and I'm not just thinking about my future. And right. so maybe I'm really just starting this journey, but who knows? <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> well, Brie, I just really appreciate your vulnerability and just kind of sharing your heart and throughout the journey. I mean, it's been it's been an honor to even just be your friend throughout mm-hmm. this because I just really have been able to see and be inspired and admire your faith just to watch you really work through all these things with God and being mm-hmm. devoted to finding whatever he is trying to show you in Mm -hmm. that um I've just you know I've just been so blown away by your example in that and I really do feel super blessed just to have you as a best friend but you mentioned that throughout the journey you know of waiting but then also in your journey of grief like a lot of huge questions Mm -hmm. would like lay heavy on your heart Mm -hmm. so what did you do and what maybe do you even still do with those questions when they pop up Yeah. Yeah. I think when I was going through it, I just, I I would write them all down or pray about all of them. Mm -hmm. And the ones that I could get answers to through God's word, I clung to. Yeah. (laughs) And the ones that I didn't and still don't have answers to, I just have continually had to surrender not knowing. Yeah. 
and going back to these scriptures that God is good, mm-hmm. that um, he is trustworthy. Um, he would do, I think about, you know, the one we read all the time, Jeremiah 29, right? right. His plans to prosper in me, not to harm me. Yeah. And even though that felt like harm, it's not harm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't look at that experience and think... God was so unfair to me. Mm-hmm. I feel really grateful. I would never want to go through it again. Yeah. But I just feel really grateful that God uses those hard times to really teach us to draw near right. to him. So, right. yeah, I think nowadays I just try to surrender mm-hmm. by now answers when I can. And if I can't, I just have to trust, mm-hmm. you know. Definitely. But I do appreciate it sounds like you, you acknowledge the questions. Like you mm-hmm. don't just like brush them away or yeah. try to shove them under a rug because I feel like when we do that, things can get gross. You know what I mean? Mm. Like we leave a Starbucks cup in our car and that thing gets funky <laughs> in a week or so. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes True. we really have to like draw those things out mm-hmm. and get them in the light, you know, because that's God's territory. But yeah. obviously with the acknowledgement that we might not get the answers we want, but, mm-hmm. but that we can really surrender them to the God that has the answers. Right. I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So what would you say, you know, some of our listeners might be in a current season of mm-hmm. heartbreak. What would you what would you say to those women out there? Yeah. I think about I think it's in Galatians it talks about like how your brothers and sisters around the world are going through the same kinds of sufferings mm-hmm. or troubles and mm-hmm. that for me was so comforting like I shared we just I mean, I can think of like four or five women that were going through that with me during that time. And mm-hmm. we were just all praying for each other and checking in on each yeah. other. And, yeah. Um, and sincerely wanting the best for each other. Like, you know, I think now, I think all of us have had little babies now through that tough time. And it's just, it's really cool because none of us felt like discouraged or defeated when someone else would get pregnant. And yet we right. weren't because we just were so excited we were like praying for each other so I think showing up like Kathy talks about but just having a lot of people around you that can Mm -hmm. understand and can lift you up that can cry with you that can pray with you that was actually um so life-giving in Mm -hmm. those two years that we were just waiting yeah so no that's definitely that's amazing and I think that is our hope and prayer that anybody who is listening that you can really find, you know, that those people, but also that comforting God, mm-hmm. you know. But I do. I just appreciate you being here. I think one thing you mentioned is that psalm where how, how amazing it is when we really think about this individually, like that God never forgets mm-hmm. us. Like he sees us right where we're at yeah. and that he has compassion on this, on us. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes that's really what we need yeah. is just some compassion. Like, you know, the things that we're going through, like are valid and legitimate and yeah. – um, but that God really cares and mm. he's working, you know. I do also love that you said that trusting God isn't a matter of my feelings, but it's a matter of my will, mm-hmm. you know. As somebody who can be very driven by her feelings, <laughs> I have to remember that, really. I made yeah. Jesus Lord and, you know, if I just can will myself to still trust him, but be be willing to work through wherever right. I'm at, you right. know, whatever season that is with him I think that's really important mm-hmm. so love you and I love your example love thank you, you for being here your, your lesson was awesome and thank you everybody who tuned into the podcast today we hope that it really spoke to you in your heart and that you found some encouragement from it we'll catch you next time we are one